Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 96. I really can't believe this is episode 96. That's crazy. We came coming too close to 100 episodes. Um, always, always, always like to start the episode by just letting all those listeners know how grateful I am. I love, love just receiving the messages and know that this podcast is, is having an impact. And um, so I feel very, very grateful and blessed today. So thank you. And before I introduce myself, I always like to ask my co-host, the beautiful Stacey Brown. To, sorry, I should do that properly. Introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, Stacey Brown. Stacey, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, friends. I'm really looking forward to this episode. It energetically feels powerful. Um, and I love this space with you, Nims. Um, just thinking about getting close to episode 100. It's like, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, I think you joined from episode 17. Sure, I've had some with, with a couple of guests, but it means that we've done nearly 80 episodes together. How crazy, eh? So yeah. it's just I, really amazing to think um, if we had all of our listeners in one big room together connecting, I just hope that you all can feel the, the connection with us and the intention behind what we do. So my name is Stacy, and I'm uh, an intuitive and a coach and a mentor I help people from all different walks of life in all parts of the world to take action to creating the life that you want. And I do it through um, readings and I do it through an amazing program that Mesh and I have together, a mentorship program. And I also read Akashic Records. And I recently published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. So that's a lot. <laughs> But this podcast is a passion of mine, and I'm just deeply grateful for all of our listeners as we embark on this episode. Thank you, Stace. And um, hi, everybody. My name is Nimesh. Everyone calls me Nims, so feel free to call me Nims. I'm also an Akashic Record reader, um, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, as well as spiritual coach and mentor. And uh, as Stacey was saying, I, I, I love the work that we do. I mean, the the Akashic Records has really changed my life. The This podcast was started by a message I received from the records. Um, the mentorship program that that we do was channeled through the records. And, you know, this podcast, I had no idea where it was going to go. I, I started it with the intention to really share whatever truth I had and to simplify spirituality. And, yeah, did I ever think it was going to reach the numbers that it had? I never really thought about it, to be honest. Um you know, just so everyone knows, we we we're at nearly fifty thousand unique listeners. Um, we have over a hundred k downloads, and I just feel so blessed. So thank you, thank you, thank you. This episode, in all honesty, and you know, I was talking to Stacey about it before. Um, feels like a really important episode. Um, we we don't plan the episodes. We 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 schedule them months in advance, but. We, we just have a conversation on the topic and um, we just felt the intensity of this one. And, um, you know, we did a bit, a little bit of prep. For example, we opened the Akashi Records before starting the this recording. We don't normally do that. Um, so, yeah, this week's topic is is the dark night of the soul. 
And, you know, that term gets, um, you know, if you're on the spiritual journey, you probably hear it quite often. Um, you know, what does it really mean? And for me personally, I, I really feel that we go through multiple dark nights of the soul and it's not like a one-time thing. But it really is a period where everything about you is being shed away and you're going through a rebirth. And it kind of means that you really question everything. It's like, you know, I see myself when I've gone through where I've been on the ground and just been angry at God and just been just, there's no part of me that was not going through some sort of pain. And I was just trying to understand it. And, you know, it's it's one of these things that you can't necessarily understand with the mind. It's it's a it's a state where you know you you're going through rebirth to truly be reborn in whatever way the the new version of you needs to be. The thing is that even when in awareness and you know what you what's happening, it's still and it still can be a very painful painful process. It's just I'm hoping the insights that we that we give you today maybe helps you to understand what you're going through or maybe what you've been through maybe it gives you some tips to if you feel like you know and if you're if you're going to go through it maybe it gives you some insights to to accelerate that journey to kind of understand in some ways it's a gift that may be a weird thing to say because how can something so painful that really kind of strips everything about you to your, to the bare bones and kind of rebuilds you. How can that, how can that be a good thing? It's because sometimes, you know, when we, our life goes in stages and sometimes we get to a stage where we need to go through that rebirth. And it's part of our spiritual journey. It's part of our path to awakening to go through that way, that, that dark night of the soul to be reborn. And how often do we mourn the old part of ourselves that's interesting, right? I mean, you know, we the the our current version has got us to who we are today. So, of course, you love the current version of you, but in many ways, you need to let that version go because what if everything you've learned so far and in this lifetime, the programming, everything else that you've gone through, is a thing that's holding you back? That's you know that that really what it is. It's a you know, it's a pro it's really is a profound and challenging period. You know, it's, you, it really, it's a period of intense, you know, I'm just reading what, the, what they're saying about it online. It's a period of intense suffering, doubt, and, ex and questioning who you are. And it is. It's kind of the way I've described it. But it's, when you get through the other side, you are like a phoenix rising out of the ashes. And for our listeners, if you're going through this, um, depending on what stage you're at, keep going and understand the universe is always supporting you. Just for me, when I was going through, when I, whenever I've been through this type of, it's the time where I haven't felt supported. But when I look back, I know I was more supported than ever before. But it's hard to feel it because you don't, you know, you don't understand anything. So... I'm not sure where this episode is going to go, Stace, but I'd love to hear from you in terms of what does Dark Knight of the Soul mean to you? Um, I have been through some crazy experiences in my life, and I don't think that I ever um, understood in the midst of it 
that it, that it would be called a dark night of the soul. I just knew that I was facing challenges and didn't know how I was going to navigate them. And I believe that a lot of us in, in this season are struggling through dark nights. Um, I feel like the energy is super intense, but the only thing I know to do when we do these episodes is to think about my history and my experiences and take that wisdom and hopefully impart it to someone else. And for me, those dark seasons, I couldn't have fathomed coming out the other side. Like when I was in it, it felt like it was never going to end. Um, I would say that when I was in a dark night of the soul experience in my life, um, I was depressed. I felt lost. Um, I felt alone and I felt pain. And I'm saying this because I, I don't know if any of our listeners can relate, but I would imagine they can. And um, every time I went through a dark night, I would come out the other side with so much more clarity on um, who I am and how I'm meant to show up in the world. And so I look back on those experiences and it like almost makes me sick. Like I keep trying to kind of dig into them and say like, this is what I went through. But you know, when you go through it, it's just so dark. And so to recount it, like I did for the book, et cetera, it's, you go right back to that space when you've been through a dark night, it's like a feeling that you'll never forget. It, it, it can break you wide open if you let it. I think about my son and for those who might be new to the podcast, um, trigger warning, um, my son attempted to take his own life four and a half years ago and in that season and the months that followed, I went through the darkest time of my life. I felt like everything was being tested. I felt like I was being tested physically because I wasn't taking care of myself. I felt like I was being dragged through the mud mentally and emotionally because I felt so afraid and unstable and in pain. And spiritually, I had always felt deeply connected, but through that dark night, it became the only thing I could rely on was my spiritual connection. And so I, I, it's like, I don't know who's listening to this, but I know that there's somebody out there that is thinking there's never going to be an end to this suffering. And 
I would say that those dark nights are put there to break us wide open. So hold on. I just had it better myself. Um, you know, the dark night of the soul isn't a permanent place to be, um, but it is a transition. It is a transformation. Eventually, you're going to emerge from it with a deeper understanding of who you are and why you're here. And, um, you know, everyone always talks about finding the light. You know, you've got, we've got to be, you know, find the light, raise your vibration, all that sort of stuff. But we all have light and darkness in us, right? And how often do we push the darkness away? And when you push the darkness away, you're giving the darkness power because it's part of who you are. You know, it's like pushing a part of you away. It's like having, you know, multiple kids and pushing one of them away because you don't like them because it's the darker side that we have to embrace all of us. And actually, when you embrace the dark side of you, you actually take away its power. Um, so really, for me, dark night of the soul, a big part of it is accepting who you are. Accepting that you're going through it. And it's just, I mean, I, I remember, you know, the, it's like whenever I think of the image of the dark night of the soul, dark night of the soul I think of myself on the ground and just being so angry at God source, whatever you want to call about it, and I just couldn't understand. And a lot of it was my expectations of what I what I thought my life was going to be. You know, it's that. Um, I'm like, you know, I remember thinking, well, hold on, you know, I'm a good person. I've done, I've done what I've always felt was right. I've, I really kind of tried to live live a life from a a value base, right? You know, try and just trust in my own journey and. Um, But I remember it is because of my expectations. You know, one of the areas was I was thought, you know, by a certain age, I was going to be married, have kids and whatever that looks like here. Right. And it's just that I was like to God, you know, well, hold on. Don't I deserve to be happy? Right. I've given so much back to this world. Surely I deserve to be happy. And But it was the way that I was expecting the happiness to come. And and that's that that's part of it, right? It's that really knowing that it's a phase and this too shall pass in some way helps. Really kind of being honest with yourself about who you are and allowing yourself to be vulnerable, kind of look in the mirror, having that deep conversation with yourself. Because it is, it is a, it is, it is a crisis of who you are, right? You are really questioning everything about you. In many ways, not just as a human, but also as a soul. And um, I can't say if there's any kind of big epiphany. There's a big moment where I, I, I throw, I was through the, through that period, and and it just happens, right? You start to see things differently. And it's interesting because we're recording this um, on, you know, Monday, 16th October, and it's just everyone talks about the two periods between the two eclipses, and this is in between two eclipses being a period of transformation. This episode is released on October 30th, so it's kind of you come into that period of, of, of potentially the end of a transformation. And if I think about this year, and it's like, stays. if you think about the, some of our clients, all the conversations we've had, this year kind of feels like, like 
a massive upgrade for everybody. And maybe in many ways, all of us going through some dark night of the soul experience. And whether we recognize it like that or not, but it does feel like it's it's like, you know, when COVID hit, we were all kind of going through something similar, being in isolation. This year, everybody feels like they've been through a lot. And whether it was a dark night of soul, transformation, these are all labels, right? Um, but it does feel like in many ways, a lot of people have been through something deep. And even if I look at my experience, we were talking about some of it about it before before we started recording. I just feel like the universe has been clearing my path. You know, it's kind of like, you know, friends that I've had for many years are going through things and I'm going through things and I realize I'm not here to fix people. I'm here to guide people. I realize also in many ways I expand people. And sometimes that brings things up in people and I get the backlash of it, right? And, you know, I'm human too. I don't want to get that backlash. Yes, I may be the person that expands and asks certain questions that but if you're going through something, then then go through it, right? We're on this spiritual journey. So I guess the message and the reason I'm sharing that is if 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 any of our listeners are feeling angry or feeling annoyed, feeling frustrated, look for your answers inside. Really be aware of who you're taking out on. Because maybe that person doesn't deserve it, right? You're on your journey, so sit with yourself and understand and really ask yourself, what does this mean for you? What are, what are the parts of you that you're holding on to that no longer serve you? What are you doing to take care of yourself? What are you doing to truly raise your vibration and kind of, you know, are you spending more time in nature? Are you are you journaling more? Are you truly, and are you being honest with yourself? Sometimes a real honest conversation with yourself about who you are, where you're at, and what you've got to do is, is super powerful. And I remember, and I know at my deepest, darkest moments, what I've done is I've had a, a real conversation with God. Some of it involves swearing, right? God, source, whatever you want to call it, can take it. And I've been angry. I've shouted. And I've got, you know, sometimes I'm angry at myself. When it's just that sometimes I have a conversation with my soul. It's like, what, 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 did, what did I agree in this human existence? Why did I agree to, to go through whatever I've been through? And having those sort of conversations, it's kind of some sort of release. And having a conversation with my soul saying, well, hold on, why did we go down this journey? What were we thinking? What was the purpose? You know, once you start, maybe you then get some insights as to why you've been through what you're through. And I really try and live by way of having no regrets. You know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm in this, I don't got a time machine. I can't change who I've been. And I've got to, and I want to accept the person I am today. And that's a process, right? It is a process. It is a, it is a journey. And um, you know, it, it's 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 in many ways it's it's easier to see on other people. So, Stacey, you know, I've 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 had the benefit of of, of seeing you some of your darkest periods over the last couple of years, but I've also been there to see you shine your light from it. I've I've been there and seen that, you know, you you've transformed. You were an amazing healer before I met you, but you transformed through your pain and through the, the experience you've had. Your your healing abilities have, have gone to another level. You've transformed every part of your life. And it's kind of 
sometimes you don't see the growth in yourself after you've been through a dark night experience because you just kind of carry on. So I guess what, I, what I'd encourage our listeners to do is think about your darkest moments. Think about your dark night, the soul experiences, whatever they may have looked like in the past. And ask yourself, how did you grow? What did you go through? And remind yourself you got through it. It was you that got through it. And that's always, and it's important to remember that the universe isn't going to give you anything you can't handle. And there's going to be times where you don't want to carry on. There's times where I've just said to God, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. But it's, you know, it's, I always remember saying, you know, I tell God my plans and he laughs, right? And it's like, you know, there's a knowingness there somewhere that you're going to get through it. And maybe it doesn't feel like it right now, but I'm hoping somewhere in this episode, the listener that needs to hear it, hears the, the phrase, you're going to get through it. Your light is needed. You're wanted. And I guess, you know, just something to mention as we, as we're going through this topic is the work that me and States do is, is really to help and guide people on their spiritual journey. Nobody needs fixing. See, if you're going through the dark night of the soul, you don't need to be fixed. You're going through what you're meant to go through. But working with us, if, if the you know what our message resonates, we can guide you and maybe accelerate and make the journey that much easier because we can hold your space as you're going through it. So reach out to us. We have an amazing mentorship program. Um, and book you can book a free discovery call. Um, but I'm really hoping the words that we use today help you to realize that you're not alone. So Stacey, I went off a little tangent there. How are you feeling? I'm just thinking about how challenging it is when you're in it. And um, the feeling of isolation, it was significant. And for me, I was ravaged by what happened with my son. And then <clears throat> I hit a, an issue with my own health um, that had me in bed for three months. And it felt like I was kicked and kicked and kicked down. <clears throat> and I feel like I'm, I'm coming out the other side, but I would still say there's, I'm still figuring out what life is in this season, because like you said, it, it can take you in a direction that you weren't expecting. And I think we all have expectations. Like, I think about the number of people who like me say like, why did I have to go through this? Like why? And I believe why not? You know, we, we expect that our life is supposed to look a certain way. And then when it doesn't, we're upset, but we signed up for this. And 
though I've come a long way and I wouldn't say that I'm in the dark night anymore, I would say I'm still working on accepting that this is my life and embracing it. And I gave up a lot to be here. I, um, I didn't just go through my own dark night, <clears throat> but it was like a family event. And when you go through a dark night, you're never going to be the same person that you were before. You're never going to be the same. And I know that that's hard to hear. It's hard for me to say it. But to be in this space, I had to save myself. And I had to figure out <clears throat> what the recipe was for me. Because there were points that were really dark, Mims. And... Everything was so good before that. That I still sometimes have to say, like, why? Why? But the times that I question that are a lot less when I'm helping other people. And so if you're in a space where hearing it gets better doesn't work, because you feel like it's never going to get better. I would tell you to find a way to help other people. Find a way to serve. Because when I started opening up on my journey, helping other people was the only thing that relieved the pain that I was still in as I was navigating the other side and somehow pouring into other people with what little bit of bandwidth I had at the time, pouring into other people gave me a space to start recognizing like the importance of what I was going through because I was showing up differently. Does that make sense? Of course, makes a lot of sense. And so, so if you're not to the point where you can see that it's going to get better, start by serving. And it might be in, you know, the way of just sending a text message to someone saying that you're thinking about them. It may be volunteering at the local animal shelter, but find something that brings you some sort of peace, or it might even be a momentary bit of happiness to pour into someone else or something else. And I would say start there. But then I also think that we have to have action that we take to try and navigate through it, right? And there are plenty of different avenues to do that, but it's about what steps do you individually need to be able to move your life forward through the dark night and apply the lessons that came in the dark night into your life right now. And I think that is the part that people struggle with the most. I know I did. Yeah, that's a really 
half of way putting in. I guess the other thing to remember is everybody's journey is unique. And, you know, like I said, I hope you get some insights in this episode. Um, but don't compare yourself, right? Whatever you're going through is unique to you. And always remember that, as Stacey was saying, and it's a kind of weird thing to say, but at some level, your soul chose this. The human part of you is going to struggle to understand why. I know I do, and I did, and I still do sometimes. Um, because you wonder, well, why? What was the point? You know, Why would you go through such a painful... But ultimately, it's about you activating whatever that part of you is. You know, we've all got karmic stuff to release. It's releasing the things that don't longer serve. You know, for me, the first stage is always acceptance. Accept who you are. Embrace the light and the dark. And, and really accept this is a natural part of who that that coming to awareness that you're going through a dark night of the soul and, and, and truly accepting you're going through it and accepting who you are is such an important step. And, you know, Stace was talking about serving 100%, but don't forget you in that. Make sure you're serving you. You know, how? what does that look like? You know, I talked about a mentorship program, but seek guidance. If finding a coach or a mentor is the right thing to do that, you know, if you therapy, counseling, whatever you feel, ask and make sure that you, because it's like when you're going through it, it feels like you're all alone. I know it feels like, you know, but there is help out there. So really consider where, what help do you need? Practice that self-compassion. Have a self-care routine that gets you into some kind of routine, which includes journaling. So you have a space to release what's happening inside you. Includes time in nature. Includes you know, kind of meditation, whatever that looks like for you. Because the weird thing is we stop doing the things that work because we're in that dark space. But actually having a, some sort of routine, which includes meditation, mindfulness, journaling, helps you in some sort of way to get out of it and 100% start to serve in whatever way that looks like. But having a routine, connecting with a supportive community, whatever that looks like, Starting to serve and, and kind of, you know, because it's like the way the state's talking about serving whatever way helps you to realize that you are here to serve. It connects you and in some way helps you to start to feel good about yourself again. But in some way, you need to also understand and accept this new version of you. What are your beliefs? Because in, in many ways... The, cri the crisis of, of the dark night of soul is, is you're really questioning who you are, your identity. So all of us have been through so much programming in life that have created the person that we are today, whether it's religious, whether it's um, you know parental, whether it's cultural, whether it's work. There's all so much, so much programming that we've been to to create the person, the version of who we are today. But dark night of soul is really... It's questioning everything about you. So it's questioning all your human experiences of what's made you who you are today. And you've loved who you are today in some ways, right? And it's that, but it's, it's, it's breaking that all apart by piece by piece so you can be rebuilt. And it's not like you can just, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to just decide to 
rebuild my arm and that's it. I'm not going to, it's almost like, I'm not even sure we have a choice, right? It's something that was part of your destiny and your soul had a choice, but everything you've gone to has actually brought you to you are today. But like I said earlier, it needs to be rebuilt, needs to be broken down. And it's that really just acceptance because there really is stages, right? And the, the darkest part of it, why it's called the dark night of the soul, is when you feel alone, is when you, you, you can't feel your guides around you when they're probably around you so much more. You can't feel the support. You can't feel the love from anybody. It's that. But, you know, they always say it's always darkest before the dawn, right? So when you're feeling the most darkest, when you're feeling the most unsupported, just know that actually... In many ways, that might and should mean that you're close to getting to the other side. But the other thing to remember is the dark night episode is there to be experienced. You can't bypass it. I feel that you could probably accelerate it by actually doing some of the things we talked about in terms of self-care, you know, journaling and kind of really accepting who you are and letting go of the pieces that don't serve you. And I get we make that sound easy, right? But doing all those things, I think, helps to accelerate the journey. But your soul having human experience, you've got to have the human experience for your soul to expand and kind of go through what it's meant to. And um, like I was saying earlier, I really do feel like a lot of us have been going through some sort of dark night of soul this year. So um, just know that you're not in your own. So one of the things that I'm I'm thinking too is there are people who go through a dark night of the soul and they stay in it. They stay in the darkness. And for me, the dark night of the soul didn't feel like a choice. When I was going through it, it didn't feel like a choice. But how I'm coming out the other side feels like it is a choice, meaning like, I know the things that I need to do to take care of myself and to pour into other people. I, I know what I need to do. And because I know it, I can't unknow it. You know what I mean? Like now that I'm, I'm in this awareness, I can't unknow it. And so I have to apply that formula to every day, every day. And um, some days I'm better than others because I still feel like coming out of the dark night is a process. It's not, I mean, when we call it a dark night, it would be nice if it was just one night, right? But it's not. For some of us, it's years of, of suffering and pain and heartache and not being able to embrace it and not being able to wrap your head around why you're going through this. Like, it, it, I mean, it really, it can be a lengthy process. I know for me, it has been. And so, you know, it, it helps when people close to me can say, like, I've seen how this has grown you and expanded you. Because sometimes you're, it's moving at such a fast pace, you can't even take it all in right? Like things are changing so much. 
as you're evolving through it, that you can't see it and the people around you can. And so sometimes you need that. So I would also say lean into community. Find community that resonates with you. You know, um, this is just some of the ways that we help people. And I wouldn't be able to do this work if I hadn't gone through the dark night. I really feel like I went through each one of the dark times to grow me and to allow me to be able to connect with more people. And so sometimes it feels overwhelming, but I try to go back to my faith. I, I would say my faith guides me more than anything else. And I would say if you don't have some sort of spiritual connection, maybe it's time to think about cultivating one. Because when the ground fell out from underneath me, I sacrificed my home, I sacrificed my marriage, I sacrificed my family dynamic. It was really overwhelming. And when all of that was stripped away, the one thing that I feel can never be taken from me is my spiritual connection. And again, it's something that you can cultivate. But without that, I just don't know how I would have gotten through it all, Mims. Yeah, that's um and it's like when we talk about faith, it's also, you know, whether whether you call it religion, whether you call it your guides, whether it's it's having faith that there is a power out there that's that's helping you and guiding you just um Reminds me of a conversation we were having today with, with one of our clients around, you know, the question was, hold on, you know, where, where, where does God fit into all this? Where does our guide, you know, kind of, is there a hierarchy? And, um, you know, my response was, I don't think there's a difference. For me, it's just one energy, one vibration. And that faith is knowing there's a vibration, there's an energy out there. And when you're going through the darkness, I would actually... It's probably the time when you feel the most is disconnected. But if you could recognize there is an energy out there that is there supporting you, um, that really does help. And it's interesting, Stace talks about, you know, kind of community and finding the right people to build in that community is what's really important because there are going to be people around you that don't understand what you're going through. They maybe think that you're making it up or you know, maybe don't want you to change because if you change, they may lose you. But if you ask the universe, the universe normally will send you people that are, can be supportive. So maybe the people that right now you're closest to are the ones that don't understand what you're going through. And maybe that's when you feel the most alone. But if you're open to it, you can ask the universe to send you people that are supportive. 
Um, yeah. Wait, before you wait, buddy, I have something important to say. You were one of those people for me. I was like thinking about it this morning. Um, I do some of my best thinking in the shower (laughs) (laughs) and, um, I was thinking about it and the beginning of the aftermath of the dark night was, um, the social media app clubhouse and friends. I was just about to talk about clubhouse. Yeah. If if you've been around here for a while, you know, there's a social media app called clubhouse. It's an audio only app. And, um, Namesh and I met on that app and I would say I was reflecting that the beginning of the end for me, the end of my marriage, the new season, the the rebirth um, was my pivotal first trip to the UK. And I had no idea that I was going to be back and forth seven times in the last couple of years, that I was going to see and experience so many incredible things. Um, when we were in the dark night, we had groups of people that would come to our house and gather in prayer for us, for our son. And it's interesting because I remember the room being filled with people, but I don't remember faces and I don't remember anything else from the prayers, but one thing, and it resonated because it, it hit more than once. God gave us the message, I think two, maybe three times. And it was the prayer that God would show up and show off for our family. And I'm super scared right now in this season, right? Like this is all new to me. But anytime that I want to like give up, I get flashes of all of the incredible things that I've experienced in the last couple of years and how none of them would have been possible had I not suffered in the way that I did. it's it's significant to see the chain of events and the ripple effect that it's had. And basically I started talking about my pain. That was how we met. Yeah, you've been was, I was being vulnerable about the dark night. And I was still in a space of being in that darkness when we met Nims, for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why we connected, right? I felt your vulnerability and it's just, it's really interesting. And the reason I came up on, you know, Clubhouse is a, is a, is a space where you have a stage where people are talking and you have a listening lounge where people are just listening. I had no plans to come up and talk on that day. I was driving and I was just, but you shared so authentically and so vulnerably. I just had to come up and say, wow, well done. Because for me, there's a difference between trauma dumping, if you want to call it a different phrase, and being vulnerable. And being vulnerable, when I heard you speak that day, 
I felt you being vulnerable because you wanted to share because one, it was healing for you, but two, you felt that maybe somebody hearing would give them hope. So it's your intention when you're sharing. And I felt your love and I felt your intention to be vulnerable. And that's why I had to come on stage and say, you know what, all I, all I wanted to say was, look, thank you for being vulnerable. And um, yeah, it was, it was a powerful share. And, but it's, I've talked to you about this quite often. It's like when you switch from being vulnerable and you turn your pain into purpose, that was also profound because there was a part of you knew that you had to go through what you had to go through for you to be reborn into this version of you. Because again, I love the way you talk about, um, you know, when, when your son went through what he went through, he, he crashed his car, even though he was driving on his own, he wasn't literally, all of you were there together because there was a ripple effect on all of you. And it's that, but all of you chose, you know, your family chose to all deal with it differently and uniquely. Mm-hmm. That for me is a great example of how this journey is unique. Mm-hmm. Because in many ways, you're all going through the same thing. But you all chose to deal with it differently. And there's no right or wrong. It's just you choose your way. And there's no specific timeline right? Because for some people that dark night could be years. And so you can't expect, my friend, my listeners, you can't expect to overnight have instant answers. It doesn't work that way. It would be like if you broke your arm in three places and went to the doctor and thought that the cast was going to heal the arm overnight. It's not. You have to set the bone. You have to manage the pain. You have to manage the swelling and you have to wait and be patient. I would say coming out the other side of the dark night takes patience because it takes time. It's not something that you can just wave a magic wand and be through it. If you really are looking to go deeper in your journey, it takes time and it takes cultivating more of a relationship with yourself. With that awareness, doing something about it. And then it takes a heck of a lot of patience. But you have to do the work. So having that self-care routine being conscious of creating the community around you, allowing people to help you, being open to it is a big part of it. And <laughs> I guess I wish I could say that, you know what, Dark Knight of the Soul only happens once in a lifetime. It isn't a one-time thing, right? We're, 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 we're a soul having human experience. So, you know, the, the levels of awakening or the, you know, the, the Dark Knight of the Soul may be different who decides what's the level, right? But that upgrade, that re- being reborn, that you know, that transformation happens from my experience multiple times in a lifetime, right? So, but you know, phrases like "this too shall pass" helped me because then I knew it was going to pass. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn. Is that 
you know, I, I knew that there was some light out there. You know, God's delays are not God's denials. There's these things that I knew there's a knowingness in me because I sat with my soul knowing that I'm here for bigger things. And I probably didn't feel it at the time. It's easy for me to feel it now. But when I did start to feel and, and accept that whatever I'm going through is part of my journey, that acceptance, and I keep going back to it, is such a big part because... Otherwise, what we do is we stay in that space because we keep fighting who we are and who we're turning into. So, you know, awareness that you're going through the dark night of soul and accepting that you're going through it and you are who you are and you are where you are, I find is really big. The more you fight it, the more you, you stay stuck, right? Because you're fighting for the old version of you who doesn't exist. Change is the only constant, right? And... You know, no matter how much we want to go back to the old version of ourselves, who we look at with rose-colored rose -colored glasses, no matter how much we want to go back, you can't. As Stacey says, it's like once you once you open that level of awareness, it's like opening Pandora's box. Once it's open, it's open. You can't all of a sudden not become aware because you've just you've become aware that you're going through the dark night of soul. You're aware that you're on this journey. And that awareness brings some sort of expansion, some sort of pushing you to become something different. So I go back to remind you that at some point, some way, you asked for this. Yes, you asked for it as a soul, but also in your human experience, I feel you asked for something different, that you wanted to change, you wanted to serve, but in some way, some part of you knew this was coming. And accepting this is part of your journey for me was a big part. You know, it is ultimately, it's a deeply personal journey, right? And there is a no one-size-fits solution. Because we're all on a unique, you know, it's, we're all on a unique journey as a soul. Having a human experience, that experience is unique to us. So, you know, you can do research online and whatever that looks like. And, and anyone that works with us, Hey, we'd always check, you know, it's like, we don't, we're not here to fix anybody. We're here to guide people using our experience to guide people to their own answers inside because your answers are in you. And, you know, whatever you're doing on this journey, remember you don't need to be fixed. How often do we feel like we need to be fixed? None of us need to be fixed. We're exactly where we're meant to be, which actually can be really painful, right? Where it's like, hold on, am I aware where I'm meant to be? Does it mean I'm meant to experience this pain? Actually, you are. But actually, I feel how long you stay in this pain is that's the choice. That's where the choice comes in. I want to add to that. I, I don't know what I would have done without the people who came into my life during those dark times. It, it was definitely divinely guided. And I've had some incredible mentors and friends who have rallied around me in support and new relationships have formed that I never would have expected. And though my life looks nothing like I expected it to, I'm proud of what I've done with it. 
I'm proud of the fact that I continue to push to be better and to help others. I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but I am grateful that I'm out the other side. And, you know, that's a journey in itself too, right? I mean, and even if it, it, I do feel the people that come into your life are divinely guided and stays with our clubhouse. I have no idea how I would have met you. you. You were living in rural Maryland. I don't think I've ever been to Maryland before I visited you. So it's like, you know, and I live in London. So our upbringings are, could be more different. And, um, but spiritually, we, you know, we're really well aligned, but it's that universe guided us together. It's that, I guess that, if that gives hope to any of our listeners to know that the right people come into your path when you're ready, but you have to be ready and do the work to get there. And that, you know, we can give you lots of complex processes and all that sort of stuff. But for me, it's, we always come back to the same thing, right? It's that having a regular self, self-care routine that truly gives you like a base and then asking for help, right? And that's so powerful. And it's like, it's not a sign of weakness, right? Getting, you know, asking the universe for sending to send the right people, working with a, with a counselor, a therapist, whatever that looks like, getting a coach or a mentor, asking for help is, for me, it's, it's, it's a sign of strength. You know, so we've been through a lot of things on, on this podcast and, you know, it's kind of, we didn't really know where it was going to go, um, you know, and it's that, like I said, we don't plan the episodes and we just channel whatever happens. And we knew this was going to be a powerful episode because just feel like a lot of people are going through the dark night of the soul. But my intention is always, you know, my purpose is anyone I connect with leave, leave them better than I found them. So if this podcast helps one person, who are going through whatever they're going through, then I'm super grateful. I had, like I said, we were talked about it beforehand. There's, we had no idea where this was going to go. Um, <laughs> and I guess I'll share a little bit of insight. You know, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, there's always like ad breaks and people selling this and that. And, you know, I, me and Stace always talk about, you know, what's our, what's our call to action? And it's like, you know what, I'll talk about my call to action at the beginning. And I didn't talk about any of that. I, we just jumped straight in because it felt like a, a, a really powerful episode that we wanted to share. So Stace, as we, as we kind of come to, um, come to the end, you know, um, we always talk about journal prompts. So I guess before we go there, just to remind people, um, on the show notes, you'll find um, links to our websites, both mine and Stacey's. And, we both offer a lot of services. Join us on social media. There's a lot of free content there. But one of the things you can get from both of our websites, if you go to Stacy's and register with your email address, you'll get a PDF for a journaling technique. And we talk about journaling through this episode. That journaling technique, you get the PDF. You kind of It takes you through a process to journal with intention. Great thing. It's available for free. On mine, if you register, you get a free meditation to help, kind of help and guide you to connect you to your energy and connect you to your guides. 
please, you know, get this um, free free material that's there and let us know what you think. We always love feedback. Um, and um, yeah, I know that the the journey technique that stage shares changes lives, right? So it's there; it's available for free. And Stace, as we close out this episode, I'm going to ask you, what general prompts do you think would help people if they're going through the dark night of soul? And I think it looks like Stacey's frozen on the other side, so I guess I'm going to close this episode out. Um, you know, the general prompts of this one is, we need to ask yourself, are you going through the dark night of soul? Are you willing to accept Hello, everybody. So I'm not sure what happened there. The, obviously, we were getting to a deep, dark place. Um, so as we were closing out this episode, I was asking Stace, Stace, what are the general prompts for? Um, I would start with, have I experienced a dark night of the soul? And maybe write about an experience that you feel is it. I feel like if you've been through one, you know. Um, and then what do I need to do to care for myself in this time? And who are you surrounding yourself with? And just see what comes up. Beautiful. Um, like I said, I normally don't edit this episode, so I don't know what happened there with the energy. So apologies for any gap that you felt. Um, you know, I'm probably not going to edit this episode, to be fair. I... Um, I feel the vibration, the energy of this episode was powerful. We opened the Akashi Records. Um, always, always love to get feedback. So let us know. And honestly, if you are going through something, reach out to us. Um, yeah, maybe there's, if you want to share what you're going through, we're, we're normally good at responding to DMs. Um, if you want to, if you feel inspired to work with us, reach out. But always, always know that you are, you will get through this. You're not alone. You're needed. You're wanted. And I'm sending you, we're sending you so much love and light. And Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you to close us up. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We love to get messages from you. So whether you book a free discovery call, uh, we'd be happy to chat with you. Or send us a DM or an email. We love hearing from you. And follow us on social media. Thanks again, everybody. Bye, sending everyone lots of love and night. Bye for now.